buttered sausage. That's not your jam. It's not your thing. You don't like it. It's not my jam. I don't buy jam. I buy honey, and I kiss it on the lips. You want to go to war? You got a war. You started it. We gonna finish. Back once again, uh, episode 88 of the Punk Off Podcast. I am Dan Destroyer, and with me... I'm Chris Crude! Yeah! Yep, no, no calling in sick this time. So, so uh, yeah, let me first uh, just kind of apologize for the last solo episode I did, because uh, it sounded... Uh, I was really tired, man. <laughs> it sounded like I was drunk, but... I was tired, there was a lot of stuff. I think I started one story and ended with another, and yeah, it was pretty bad. So, I'll try not to do that That usually again. only happens when I'm around. Yeah, that's usually your department. You have a uh, <laughs> better ability to stay on topic than you, I do. Usually, yes. So, so yeah, uh, once again, we got the two of us together. Um, I don't, you want to tell? Reunited, <laughs> and it feels so good. So, did you want to kind of... Get... Reunited, and it's understood. Oh, fuck, this is why I started doing it by myself. <laughs> but, uh, so did you want to kind of give a quick summary of uh, what's been going on since the last time we were together? You had a little... I'm alive. Yeah, you had a little accident, accident poo. Yeah, it's some accidental poo. Ah, some broken ribs, sternum, was off work for five weeks. Car crash. Got T-boned out in the middle of the country. Couldn't see around uh, full cornfields. Obviously wasn't paying attention enough. And uh, yeah, well, at least you're spent, all right. Spent some you're time, all right now. Spent That's... some time. I got to be awake on the helicopter ride to Toledo. Oh, that was fun. Do you have non-flashbacks? I am. Um, I saw Charlie. Yeah, well, yeah, I'd probably do it for me, and I've never been to Nam. I would probably. Yeah, I, I do. I, any helicopter flight is no fun. That's... I do have one funny story. When I got there and I was pretty uh, sedated the first couple days, there was this one a younger chick, cute little chick nurse. Uh, she, she always acted like really proper, though. She didn't like any of my jokes or anything. Professional? Yes, yes, yes. Weird how that works sometimes. <laughs> but she was nice. Then this one day, she's like, hey, man, you've been, you've been laying around a couple days. We're about ready to change you. You got to give give yourself, uh, like, I'm going to bring in some stuff, wipe yourself down, clean your, clean your areas. Yeah. You know, the... Pretty much the STP bath. Yes. The slits, tits, and pits. Is that what that stands for? I think so. Something. Anyway, I said, 
please bring the garbage can closer to me so you don't have to touch my junk. And what I was meaning was, I'm going to have trash. Let me throw my own trash away. Bring the <laughs> trash can here. But she heard it. It's like, here, let's do that so you don't have to touch my junk. And, yeah. and all of a sudden, she's like, oh, no, no, it's not going to be that kind of bad. Oh, no, no, it's not like that. It's like, oh, I'm drugged up. Let me explain myself, please. Well, yeah. The, yeah the, I don't want this to be a bad situation. After several days of you yeah, cracking lies, I'm sure that's, yeah, that's probably exactly what that came off as. Is. <laughs> I'm going to put my junk in this here trash can and then I'm going to warm shit. I'm going to bring the hose. So actually, I, I have a story that kind of goes along with that a little bit, I guess, a little bit. Since, yes, I, while you were in the hospital, I was in and out of, well, hospitals and doctor's offices. I was never staying, but they were basically, and like I said, you and I have already kind of talked about this off mic a little bit, just, just a little bit ago. But yeah, I finally got the whole debacle for my leg wrapped up. It pretty much looks normal now, except there is some slight discoloration. It is coming back now. Um, my black flag tattoo is looking a little more normal. It looked like just a blotch for a long time. It's starting to look normal again. Um, I've been putting uh, CBD oil on it, and that does actually seem to be helping to bring it back. And long, long story short also is I have now contracted... Cellulitis. There we go. Which that is painful. Yeah, and it's one of those things where it's I like I don't quite have I don't have I'm not I'm actually not pre-diabetic. I got enough testing done. I found out now I am really close to being in the pre-diabetic, but apparently I have still up to now balanced out my shit enough that it wasn't that bad yet. Now that being said, that's what the doctor was giving me crap about. Like, oh, we caught it early. Blah blah blah. Now, the thing is, I kind of got tired of it, is they acted like I didn't get bit by a fucking spider for all this shit at the start. Because they acted like it just happened one day. I'm like, no, I got bit by a spider, and then this shit has been continuing on ever since. Because I looked this up, and that's what they said, that it's something that can also trigger cellulitis as you get bit by something. So, that's your superpower? That's your spidey power I have cellulitis. That's my superpower. (laughs) Yes, I have cellulitis in one leg. I haven't gotten it in this leg yet that I can tell, but I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't run out and get a full leg tattoo tomorrow. Like, uh, instead of of shooting, like, webs out of your arms, you shoot, like, strands of, like, stuff out of boils and things like that on your legs. But I wouldn't have it. I don't really have boils. And fortunately, mine, like I said, it's... Drain, you drain abscesses on people. That's how you win. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Um, where the hell was I going with all this now? I don't know. Well, uh, yeah, I got a story to tell, but I need to wrap up the whole cellulitis thing. Yeah, that was the only thing I got kind of annoyed because they were always like, oh, I'm like, yeah, but I, I had, the, the spider bite triggered it, and um, several other people agree with me because I had a tattoo done a month and a half before, right around that same area. So oh, if I, I was going to. It was a tattoo shop. Well, I was just going to say, if I was. If, Anything was going to trigger the cellulitis just out of, then that tattoo should have been it. I don't see it waiting a whole month and a half, then I get bit by a spider at work, and then it gets triggered with the spider bite, but having nothing to do with it. So, I don't know. So, but long story short now, I have cellulitis. I am now taking measures. I have cut 
Now, as you can see, well, you can't see it. He can see it. I do have iced coffee here. I now try and get iced coffee mainly from Dunkin' Donuts because Dunkin' Donuts will not put sugar or cream or anything in it unless you ask them. So the only sugar I got is a little bit of the mix from the French vanilla they add into it. So that's a very Ooh, little bit. Ooh, la, la. So I have not had, unless I go through a drive through and like get pop, I have not had an actual pop in at least four weeks now. Like I don't buy it anymore. I don't. Uh, and I rarely, so I rarely drink it unless I, if I'm going through McDonald's, I'll get a Coke out of there. <clears throat> Other than that. That's one thing I, I watch. I, not. Well, I knew it was big the worst into, for me. Big into fitness, but fitting, fitness, Big Mac, Big Mac in my in mouth. mouth. Yeah. No, so, I uh, usually, uh, so I work night shift, I, I allow myself one Mountain Dew. Yeah, one Mountain Dew a day. I can't, I can't drink Mountain Dew anymore. It is way too, the what are, it's too sweet. It's way too sweet. But, uh, yeah, I started walking again. And for me, also the goal of getting a little bit more fit again is I'm at the point now with the cellulitis and everything else, I can't really skate. Now, I've found some pads, some shin pads for skateboarding I can use to help protect this leg. So, but that is part of the guilt. If I lose enough weight, the cellulitis might actually go away. <laughs> Same shit Forrest Gump wore, wasn't it? Nah, I don't think so. You're talking about rods and shit. This is like... This is like shit like BMXers wear on their shins. Not not oh, rods and... Maxi pads? No. Well, they're, you're going to just piss off the BMXer contingent that listens to our podcast now. I'm coming <laughs> after the 1%. <laughs> but I found uh, there's a, a company called Old, Bo- Old Bones Therapy who's mainly targets most of their shit to... Old skateboarders, old bike riders, old BMXers, stuff like that, mountain bikers. Because, yeah, that's actually part of my deal is, like, when I'm at work, I am supposed to be wearing compression socks. And they make compression socks that don't look like your dad's compression socks. They look like regular socks where they're, like, white stripes and tall. Like like a cholo would almost wear. That's what they look like. So I wear those. Simone. So I wear those. I do have the others. They look, <clears throat> some of them look a little, if you look, you're like, yeah, I look like somebody's dad or grandpa. With some of the black ones. But, uh, so yeah, while I'm at work, I'm, I usually have to wear compression socks most of the time. So it keeps the blood going in this leg. It keeps it going up and not resting down. So yeah, I've officially I've become an old fucking man at this point, I guess. But I'm trying to get fit enough. I'm walking. I want to get uh, a gym fitness because I wouldn't mind lifting weights again. And I'm not trying to get swole. I just, I used to enjoy lifting weights a little bit. And it was never for me, it was just getting a balance in my body. And I'm so tired of being fat that I can't see my dick anymore. So, a lot of that's trying to go away. Well, you, so, should, you should put it away. I can see it fine. <laughs> so, I'm just tired of old man problems. And I, and I'm always going to have old man problems. I know that. But I would like to have less old man problems. And stuff. So, I still have a lesion yeah, from two months ago. Yeah. It's a rock. There's a rock in my leg. So, to finish my story... Part of it is that I had to go to a uh, uh, doctor's office twice a week. I'm not really going to say who because they're not involved. Yeah, fuck him. Well, actually, uh, no, never mind. I'm just moving on. There's a doctor's office I need to go to. I'm not going to bother because, you know, I had to go there twice a week. So, but basically I've incurred a lot of medical debt and more than I'm used to having. Now, a lot of people, if they saw how much it would be like, fuck, I'll take that because I don't, I don't have a lot of debt anymore. But that's how I've been trying to live my life is not having a lot of debt. With that being said, oh, he's got on the. 
<laughs> what another the rising sun? What is the alright, uh, god no fucking just derailed the train right off the tracks from the story I was No, keep going. He put on an art band that has the Japanese rising sun on it. And I you're not a JDM fanboy, so why I mean, because if I wore it, most people understand, oh yeah, he drives Hondas and bullshit. So, why are you wearing... And, did you get that recently? I didn't know anybody was really selling armbands anymore. I have a I whole had, bunch I, I have put I, up. I had to specifically look on them. I was looking for different uh, sweatbands for okay. playing drums. Drums, okay. And, it's, 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 it's just a thing. I mean, I'm... Better a bunch of different bands. I kind uh, of I understand. replenish I just, my gear about every time I do something new. I try and yeah. do something new, new attitude, different headspace. Okay. I just yeah, just thought it was weird to see you whip that out. And exactly, like, and that's part of why when I'm on stage and be wearing it, other people will say the same thing. So you've got the headband to go with it? Oddly enough, you must. No, you I don't. don't. Oh. I don't. All right. Uh, so back back to my story. So one of the things I had to do was go to the local hospital and do what they called a Doppler radar. They were uh, yeah, now he's putting on a Motley Crue one, but uh, that doesn't surprise me. That one looks like it's had some wear in it already. Like it might be original, but uh, <laughs> I had to go to the local hospital. They wanted to do what they call a Doppler scan on me, which is pretty much what it sounds like. Is they're worried about they're worried about my weight. And the size I am and me having, like, blood clots, apparently. is what. Now, the thing is, is what I told them, and most people, unless you have known me a long time, don't, I guess, believe, is really up until COVID, I tried to be fairly active, skateboarding, walking, blah, blah, blah. And I think a lot of them just think that I got this big just from sitting around eating Big Macs. Now, there was a Big Mac contingency in there, I will admit, but it's not, I didn't sit around eating all the time, that's part of the reason it's still bullshit and, uh, and i gave a pop which I've, i think i've lost maybe five pounds now which I, makes me sick when i listen to other people like oh i gave a pop and i lost 15 pounds or soda if you live outside of the midwest or coke if you live down south but uh well you know if you want to lose 15 pounds quick i recommend going on a iv and painkiller diet in the hospital that will probably do it i'm actually trying to do something similar where I am eating a lot of soup. Painkillers? I wish. Man, that would help. Because <laughs> my back hurts like a motherfucker from... Between carrying this weight around and the job I do, my back kills me in the morning. Which makes it hard to get up and get motivated to go exercise a lot of mornings, but I still try and push through it most mornings go do it. At any rate... Hashtag. hashtag uh, yeah, going back to the story. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I go to get the Doppler scan, and of course... I go sign in, and now I realized I was probably going to have some sort of copay. I did not realize it was going to be more than three digits. We'll put it that way. I'm not gonna, but yeah, it, it was a, it was a fair amount of money, and it was almost enough. I was ready to walk right back out and say fuck this because I just got done paying another bill at the same hospital a couple months ago that my insurance was supposed to cover. And it finally did, so I got that money refunded, but it took like five months for me to get that money back. So, but I knew uh, the doctor wanted it done, so I went in and just because they asked me if I wanted payments or put it on credit card, and I'm like, payments. So, that's what I'm doing now. I'll have it paid off in April. So, here, the story is, 
I go in and I sit in the office and of course there's a, a blonde female mid 20s maybe late maybe late 20s but mid 20s easily comes in of course so and proceeds to uh basically have me take off most of my clothes like almost as if I was getting like massaged or something and then basically yeah, I had to put on a gown, but I got did I get to keep my yeah I got to keep my underwear on, I think, yes, keep my underwear on, but put put on a gown. So, but I don't know why they bothered to have me put on a gown because she still just took it to the side and smeared lube on me and then took the thing over me, <clears throat> the scanner part. I have a similar story. A long time ago, when I had uh, a staph infection. And I had cellulite at the time that was got, got cleared up once I got healthy again. Yeah. But you know, after the second and third day of treatment, I got the same test, but instead of a, uh, a young blonde doing every all the action, I had what seemed to be like a eighty-year-old black woman. <laughs> oh man! And. <laughs> And when she Ooh. was when she was rubbing that lube in, she was like singing old Negro spirituals and everything, and <laughs> and I think that was the hottest. That was the Cape hottest town racer. <laughs> that was the hottest. Swing lube. It was like one of the strangest surreal moments I've ever had. Well, that's the thing, um, you know, because I've been married for oh, Jesus, almost twenty something years now, twenty five years. A long time, which means also since I have been a good boy, I've not really been touched by too many other women since then. And I am surprised not to be a pig, but I am surprised I did not get erect. Now, I will say some blood flowed there that hadn't probably in a little while, but then she kept, she's like, are you all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, I'm just trying not to get fully erect at this point from someone who's Someone rubbing lube and now that is the other that is the other thing is just talk just thinking about baseball yeah that doesn't work for me because I don't know shit about baseball that maybe skateboarding would work instead I don't know but uh, I I must say that after uh, knowing, knowing the amount of money I was spending and having being by the time I was done I was covered in lube and sticky I felt like I should have at least had some sort of release at some point for paying that much money leaving there sticky and covered in lube and. Having well, someone work you over and with 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 it with it costing that much, you know, at least you know you were fucked in the ass. That's something. <laughs> I might have even enjoyed that more. At least my prostate might have got hit at some point. The... <laughs> when your when your nurse Peggy comes in, <laughs> so <laughs> no. But in all seriousness, she was. She was very nice and handled it, and I tried to be as professional as I could, which usually I do. I'm not, I only fuck with people I know normally, so. And because I was in the system with all the hospital stuff, they caught something, and because I was a certain age, they decided, it was a couple weeks ago, to, Oh, do you uh, need an exam? To, uh, put a camera 20 foot up my ass. Yeah, okay, yeah. I will be due for that, yeah, next year, I believe, is when they talked about doing it. That's and I felt kind of bad the next day because I, like, felt nothing about it. No emotions. Like, 
you know, there's there's like stereotypes about like guys think they shouldn't do it because it touches their butt or oh. something like that. It's like I I didn't even know I was violating. I think we're, I should by now know if I was violated. We're we're Gen X. We're a little less touchy about stuff going on the butt. I mean, we watched Jackass for years. I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I I thought I would know when I woke up that you I feel, was touched, uh, and I was I did not. I did not know that I was touched uh, at all. And I feel bad because I it, wanted to feel touched. I guess I should have used a bigger camera. <laughs> you, like a high one of them with a 4K. <laughs> it's going in. Oh Good, man, get the are, lube out. The, 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 what the are plastic sheeting? What? What are those movie theaters? Those huge movie theaters? IMAX. I, yes, an IMAX camera <laughs> in my bunghole. <laughs> There's part of a pastrami sandwich he had ten years ago. Oh, no. Not after everything you have to do to prepare. That's true, yeah. yeah. You have to get, like, two of the biggest bottles of Gatorade. I think it was, like, over... It was, like, uh... Yeah. And split up and get this bottle of powdered laxative. Yeah. And split the bottle up between the two bottles of Gatorade. And, like, for nothing but four hours straight, you gotta drink almost a gallon of Gatorade mixed with yeah. this... Laxative. I, I've been, yeah, I, yeah, I've been around. It will make you never want to have Gatorade again. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty I much. Took, I, I took the night off work so I wouldn't have to be yeah. shitting every ten minutes. Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I know somebody else, and I'm not going to name this person, but yeah, they same thing. And yeah, they don't. Want, I don't think if they ever touch Gatorade again, it's fine with them. But yeah, I remember having to, yeah, take my hands off. All right, so but yeah, Hashtag. that was my. That was my little adventure story I got to tell. So, but yeah, basically my leg looks a lot better. It looks honestly, if you didn't know, it, it looks like I got a slightly discolored spot on my leg now. So, but now I'm just taking steps to make myself healthier. Like I said, because I want to get back skating anyhow. I miss it. It's part of my sanity thing. I'm trying to get back into a lot of things and making just time to do shit again. So, that's been a lot of time a lot of progress. Just trying to get shit cleaned up on in my, my house. Side. And then last night I got thoroughly frustrated because, yeah, uh, there's too much shit in my house. I've been trying to sell shit, and I've been trying to get around gear to see kind of what I will use. And, and actually last night I was just, just trying to practice stuff, and everything just kind of got on my nerves after a while. I don't know. I was ready to break a guitar, and I just decided it was time to just step away. So I need I need a spot where I can just keep shit set up that will help a lot. So I am probably going to buy a shed in the spring to help with storage and keep a lot of my gear in. And just, now also, if I get a big enough one, I'm hoping to set up a small podcast studio in the front of it so that way I can just keep the good board set up all the time with the microphones and everything and then you and I can go do our thing and if we got guests over, they can come in there too. And so, because I am hooking up, uh, I already know I'm hooking up solar to it, so it's got energy, so I've already looked into that, know how to do it. Solar. <clears throat> Fag. Yeah, I know. Now, actually, I'm getting an old greasy generator that runs off of two-cycle oil that's been reused five times in eight lawnmowers. Mm. And Some kind of liberal conspiracy. Yeah, that's right. I'll blow it off and 
blow it all over some libtard's uh, prize, then uh, nah. But. So yeah, that's that's the plan at least. So, will your shed be rolling coal? Yes. Yeah, it will be. No, no, it won't. No, that's gonna be. I had actually at one point thought about keeping. I had a lawnmower engine I could have used as a generator. Mm. I thought about it, but the lawnmower still was still in too good enough shape. I ended up selling it. So. To do that, wanted it for his camping lot, which was going to be perfect. So, but uh, yeah, so I didn't break any gear, at least. So I've been trying to go through gear, like I said, trying to sell shit. I got one <clears> guitar. I've been trying to go back and forth on. It pissed me off one night because it kept popping a string. It's that well, it's the Jaguar I used on the last Sacred Cows album. Actually, I've used it on most of the Sacred Cows shit when I quit using that Les Paul I had. Okay. That white guitar I had that's kind of offset. Right. That one. I thought about selling at one point because, like I said, the headstock. One thing that's always kind of pissed me off, and this is more guitar geek shit than anything else, but the uh, tuning pegs and the headstock. Most guitars usually have like a little hole in the peg that you take the string through, and then you wind it, and it keeps tight. The Jaguar has slots in the top, so if there's enough pressure, the string will top, will pop out of the top of the slot. Instead of like with everything else where it's in a hole and it keeps more pressure on it. So now I found a really cheap way to keep it from popping out the top. Those popping out the top, popping out the top. Those wristbands, like uh, I bought a hooded sweatshirt from Vampire Freaks, and they gave me a lime green like a rubber wristband thing. Right. And I figured out the thing goes right over the top of my headstock and will hold all the strings tight to that peg with where right. I have it. So. So I've been going back and forth, especially since I discovered I've been discovering the settings. It's like everything else when you have a music instrument. The more you discover how to actually use it properly, and I've discovered I've started messing with the settings more on it. So I can kind of with that guitar even go from like a really clean, if I want to do a little, like slightly overdriven blues kind of shit, to going almost basically to doom, still like stoner doom with that guitar if I want. Now, I've still got to detune the strings, but it's got settings enough in it, so I've been trying to, I've been trying to decide whether I really want to keep it or not, because it is still kind of a pain in the ass, and I keep throwing money at it to make it a better guitar, but that was the thing I discovered, is I, even if I buy, because it's a Squire, but it's one of the better ones, but even if I buy a Fender version of that Jaguar, it still has the same tuning pegs as the one that's on it. I don't, I don't gain anything, so. <clears throat> well, I'm just a drummer, so I don't understand all that talk. <laughs> but. Me, 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 drums. But I think something similar would be, I know, as I've, it's, it's really strange because I have a stage kit that I keep set up in one place, but I also have a practice kit that I can stash in the back of my truck and get up and go anywhere. Yeah. And uh, the band I'm doing some stuff with right now, shout out to the Citizen Crow. Uh, there's a drum set at the practice pad. So I don't have to take anything there except my foot pedals. And the last stuff I've done with people, like this benefit show for a guy in Upper Sandusky, there was drums provided. So I've been doing a lot of stuff on other people's drums, on practice, like travel kits. I have not 
sat down with my baby, not sat down with my stage kit in quite a while. It's been it's been months. I mean, I've I've, I've played well, except for the five weeks I was off for yeah. being busted up. I've been able to play once or twice a week with different groups of people, and it's really been helping my overall journey, not just mentally, but uh, drumming-wise, because you're doing like something different every night, like different kits every night, and you have different setups, and you have different way of doing things depending on who you're with and where you're at. And yeah. It's kind of, you know, I think I need more practice. I like the variety. I like swapping around and trying to figure out new things. I mean, that's, that's practice itself because you get brain locked. Like, you know exactly where everything's at, but if things are positioned a little bit differently here and there, you have to go through a different thought process. And, I don't know, like I said, shout out to yeah. Citizen Crow. <laughs> but, yeah, like I said, so, but I've had that where I've been trying to, like I said, I've got a uh, uh, ESP LTD Viper guitar I've been, I've had up for sale at the moment that's actually got EMGs in it. And I've already got another guitar that's like that one that I've got set up for Stoner and Doom stuff. So I'm just, between bills and room, I'm just trying to get rid of some shit. But like I said, that Jaguar is closely following into that. I don't know. I've been trying to make up my mind about it. So, but yeah, I've been selling off shit here and there. and I've at least found, uh, oddly enough, uh, the uh, guy that bought up, because I've been selling a lot of my hobby shit too. Like I had a collection of Hot Wheels cars and shit that were, they're brand new, they're still in the package, I bought them. So, I found somebody to buy them, and oddly enough, he was the drummer for Porn Flakes. Because when I, because, when he contacted me, he goes, well, I see we have a friend in common, and he said this guy's name, which I don't, I don't want to mention on the podcast, just in case he does it, but, but uh, I'll, I'll tell you after we get done. It's not, it's not who I think you think it was at first, so. <laughs> It's kind of funny. So, but yeah, the guy's like, oh yeah, he was, well, how do you know him? I'm like, oh, well, I went to school with him. I'm like, and when he came back visiting from being in college, I'm like, I had a suicidal tendencies shirt on. And he was like, that band's fucking awesome. And Mike's looking at it. He goes, oh, okay. He goes, yeah, he goes, I used to be a drummer in the other band. So, so, hey, so works out pretty well. He's got, because uh, he's actually bought more stuff off of, off of me for my hobby stuff, because I'm trying to get rid of parts of it here and there, because I don't... I'm almost 50 years old. Uh, there's only certain shit anymore I really want to keep in my collection. And I've just, I've got too much crap. So, and I need the money. So, I, I sell it to him for a fair price. So, he's still got some room to make money on it. Basically, because he's got a store and an eBay store. And he's also got a third friend of his that has a store set up at Jeffrey's over in Finley. So, he still has another opportunity to make some money off it and sell it to somebody else, too. So, works out. So, he pays me cash, so I don't have to claim any of that shit. <laughs> Uh-oh, the FBI are monitoring this conversation. I pay all my taxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's the IRS you got to worry about. They're the bigger bitches. Yeah. But, so yeah, I've been I've been doing that a lot here recently, trying to decide what shit of mine can go, and <clears throat> still trying to have time to work on some music. So, um... 
Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like forcing myself, like, actually, if, if I didn't put myself in the position, it's almost like peer pressure. Like, you have, I have to give myself up early in the week and say I'm going to do something. Yeah. Like, I, I'd, I'd stay at home, I'd, I'd. Oh, yeah, honestly, yeah. if I didn't have to work, I would just sit at home and try and work on shit all day for music, because that was one of the side projects was, is for me, was to kind of help get me in the mindset of all the other bands we work on. You know what I mean? If I do some shit over here, it'll kind of help, and I noticed it does help, it'll help me get inspiration for shit for Sacred Cows and everything else, but by the time I get up my recorder, all my gear, and everything else fucking set up. Especially, like, if I get home from work, I'm like, well, fuck, I gotta go to bed in, like, 15 minutes. So, I've gotten some stuff done, but it's just not a lot, and I'm just, I'm not real happy with where it is, so. I know once I get in the studio with Josh, and we start working on Sacred Cow stuff, that'll help. So, and I've already got a video planned out for uh, one of the songs for Sacred Cows, and I've uh, actually asked, well, talk to you about it off camera off camera off mic later about who I approach because it'll be a pretty simple concept but that is still running well I see the lights on it's got yeah, a micro just, SD and I have I was just checking to see what the uh, timer count was on it looks like it's been 32 minutes is it counting up or down it's counting down so we have 30 minutes left I think this one counts down not up that lets you know how much space is left on the on the SD card yeah, I think. I thought Pretty that sure might have been. Uh, oh, maybe not. The, yeah, it is. The it is counting track, up. The recorded track length instead of battery life. It is actually it is. More to think about. This is the first time I've used it with the uh, plug-in. Usually, I just use it on battery, so it might do the other. With... So yeah, okay, we're all right. Uh, as long as we see that little red light's on. Speaking of which, that's also why I know you worked on the computer for me to do podcasting and shit on. After I listened to, I heard the same complaints from everybody that tried using computers for podcasting, like straight recording. Right. They said it's not if it's going to fail, it's when. There's going to be at some point where their computer, there's a problem, the computer shuts off and you lose everything you recorded. And so they said the, the great thing about all these is it will always at least record everything until the point that they, either it gets full or you run out of power or whatever. They said problems with reporting on computers is usually you lose fucking everything. Whenever it, <clears throat> when it when it does finally fuck up, you will lose everything. So I have made a few with the previous podcast recorder. I've made a few uh, practices, like so we can hear the music and go back and yeah. listen to everything. And I I bought a a nice uh, Shure microphone yes. that you recommended to me. Yeah. And I put that like right in, like up at the top, right in the middle of the room, so because it it's directional, so it'll yeah. collect everything. Yes. But I keep the recorder, so I'm getting two different recording places, two different places in the room. Yeah. Like the microphones on the recorder, and kind of use the free, cheap, and easy programs to just put the two together and yeah. mix them into one. Yeah. And then put them so. In a place where everybody in the band can listen to them, and uh, I don't know, we, 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 we might have to end the podcast with one of them songs or something. 
Oh, you sent it to me in file. I'll put it up. I've been trying to keep up with just local bands, you know. Local enough. Northwest Ohio, I think I did put in Choking Susan, who's Detroit, but that's still, that's not that far. Uh, so, uh, what else? Oh, yeah, so there's something we haven't talked about in a while with wrestling, and I gotta admit. So, yeah! Uh, I was a little bit bummed sitting at home watching AEW. They were in Toledo last night. Originally, uh, Mr. Crude and I were planning on going originally. And that, but between the amount of money I owed for bills, and uh, I think you're probably a little bit in that same boat, or a little bit, aren't you? Yeah. So. Yeah. Plus, I also knew at that point. I haven't picked up, I haven't had a car payment in probably 15 years. And now I have yeah. monthly payments and shit like that. Yeah. I have monthly payments too, but it goes to the hospital. And my credit card, which I have not had a big credit card bill in a long time, but with everything that went on, I had to go somewhere. But, well, that and I bought, I bought, I had to buy tires for my SUV. And I still got a good deal, but that tires. shit, that shit, uh, between maintenance and everything else, it, it adds up. So, I can't bitch, because that fucking SUV is still, it's good to me, for what it is. But, at any rate, yes, hashtag... hashtag. Watching AEW last night was it was a little bit bittersweet for me because we had planned on going. I really wanted to go. Honestly, even when I got a hold of Chris and being like, "Hey, look, honestly, I, we we probably really can't afford it at the moment because I knew he had shit going on too." And I think you pretty much felt probably the same way, didn't you? For the most part. Sorry, I caught you at a bad second there. Yeah, I just I wanted to go. Nobody in my house wanted to go with me. But, uh, yeah, I know, it was, I don't know, I just, I, I was trying to look to see where all the seating was going to be, and they, it wasn't clear where, like, the main runway was, and yeah. where the the hard camera was going to be pointing, so we could be, you hard know. Hard camera side, yeah, where it was it focusing on us. There was not, a, did, you, uh, did you watch it last night at all? I did not. Okay, the, the. Yeah, like you said, the hard camera side, the side that it pointed at, it seemed like there was not a lot of people shoved in that area for some reason. There was a, a black lady that was taking up a, a lot of area for some reason. But it, it looked thinner than normal. But I did see they they filled the Huntington Center. I can't tell you that. At least it looked... They did a 360 shot, and they had people all the way around for a change because I do know there's been other coliseums and shit they've played where... Where they have the camera, there is nobody hardly sitting on that side at all except crew. Right. And as far as I can tell, it looked like... Now, I don't know how far up... It's hard to tell is in uh, the upper tiers if they were full or not. But it looked like it, it, it probably was. So, I'll have to talk to one of my other friends that went and find out later. But, for it looked pretty full. So, I'm sure they'll be back. Um, I was kind of bummed also once I figured out earlier on, too, that CM Punk would not be at this collision since... The whole firing, and speaking of which, I also read this last week, uh, Vince and, uh, yeah, Triple H's real name, what the hell? Uh, Hunter? Hunter, yes. Vince, Hunter, and a third, oh, I think it was Khan, 
actually passed on hiring CM Punk for WWE. Khan! Yes, the other Khan. Oh, which Daddy Daddy Khan. So they he will not be in WWE. Okay, so my brain's spinning around. Did you watch any of Asuka yet? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, Asuka with the. Oh. I, I I say that like like uh, Booker As- T. Asuka. Asuka. No, I have yeah, not. Yeah, well, I've followed some of what's been going on, and I watched. I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but but space whales make a big impact. Okay. And that's like a cross. It has to be a crossover to the old Star 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 Wars space whales and Star Trek space, space whales. Okay. Search for the whales and take them back in time. Okay. Those have to be linked somehow. Right. They are in my mind. I just okay. don't know how. Now, I did just watch a documentary. What the hell was I watching now? It had to be something on YouTube. Where they did a short documentary on Asuka, kind of like where she got to. Asuka! And, uh, what's his name? The one, Suzuki. The one tough guy that's in Amor Suzuki. Strong style dude. Yeah, yeah. They showed a match where he literally, now apparently she, uh, had it booked that way and talked to him. He beat he beat her so bad that she had bruises her face had bruised all up and the people that were even in the match were at the point trying to break it up because it was an intergender match. They were trying to even Suzuki's tag team partner at one point tried to get him off of her because he just got right on top of her and I mean close fisted her face really bad. So So she's a tough chick. So apparently yeah he Oh, we're not talking. We're talking wrestling again. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Smartass. So, I don't remember the name of it. I'm sure if you searched enough, but it was interesting. It was only about 15 minutes long, and it kind of wrapped up basically how she ended up in the WWE is basically what the documentary was. So, mm. but yeah, she took a literal by getting fisted. Pretty much. I mean, it was it was brutal. So, it was and they warned it like it's hard to watch. And even I, after a while, I was like. Yeah, okay, they're not wrong. That's a little hard to watch after a while. But, but uh, let's see, wrestling. Uh, what else was I going to touch on? <laughs> um, I know I had some other stuff I wanted to talk about. I've not been watching. I've only just recently started watching. I got kind of burned out there for a while again. Um, Hook and Orange Cassidy are doing a tag team, which actually kind of makes sense when you think about it. Because they both have the same uh, disaffected attitude. Yes, exactly. So, it works well for their tag team, honestly. They, they, so. should, they should just name their tag team whatever, dude. <laughs> so, uh, what else? Uh, House of Black. Uh, Julia Hart, man, she's putting into work. She did a really nice. Was that what night was? It? Oh, it was Wrestle Dream. The moon salts she was doing on Wrestle Dream. Have you watched it, Wrestle Dream at all? Which also odd name, really odd name for a. I watched the uh, Danielson and uh, Zach oh. Saber Junior match. Yeah, I didn't watch most of the rest of it. So, because I was like, did I haven't watched that yet? I don't think I have. <clears throat> I think I've gotten that far. I keep watching it for a while. Because I like wrestling to look like actual like high school wrestling instead of yeah body slams. But when you put all that shit together, 
it's it's a different level. Yeah, yeah, it's not the usual AEW crowd favorite because, which also brings me to another thing, uh, with the Young Bucks. I think a lot of people are getting tired of them. Oh yeah, I think. Well, I think several things have happened. I think there are a lot of people because there's always the, the <clears throat> CM Punk haters. What Brock Lesnar is to Suplex City. <laughs> the Young Bucks are to Super Kick City. And trampoline wrestling. Yes. Because that's, that's the thing. And uh, I listened to Cornette's podcast, Jim Cornette's Trampoline podcast. wrestling makes me think back to the Hardys. And then it thinks of like Matt Hardy right now with no hips anymore. Just kind of yeah. peg-legging around the ring. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I love you, man. But you're done. It's time to, yeah. You're it's done. Time yeah. I don't know. Fucking but uh, Ric Flair's 80 and moves better than you. Yeah. He was at Columbus the other night doing a. He was the, uh, I guess the uh, opener for uh, not wrestling, but he was announcing the opening for the uh, Blue Jackets the other night. Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he does those promotional tours. But uh, going back, Young Bucks. So there's a lot of people talking now that have kind of realized that, despite a lot of people not liking CM Punk and the fact that he's he can be confrontational. But once again, when you hire CM Punk, you know you're getting a dude that if you're fucking up, he's going to say something to you. So, I like how you're like, really? Is that, that's Phil? (laughs) But there's a lot of people kind of realizing now that even all the shit with CM Punk, that pretty much for the most part, they started all that shit. They're the ones that came in Phil's locker room first and started a bunch of shit with him and threw the first punch. Phil didn't throw the first punch, so... But uh, uh, conspiracy theories now. Well, a lot of this has been. I haven't deep dived that much into that. Yeah. So, well, and the second time it was with Jack Perry, who I always kind of did think, even when he was a babyface, I'm like, I don't know, that dude seems like he's probably an asshole in real life. And maybe I'm wrong, but it still seems like the heel turn <clears throat> was not that hard of a very punchable face. Yeah. So, but there was basically uh, the week before on a regular show. He wanted, Jack Perry wanted to put Hook through, or no, he wanted to switch it up, and he wanted to go through car glass. And anyway, they wanted to use actual car glass, not sugar glass. And apparently a lot of the people on the AEM production team are like, no, you know how unsafe that is, we're not doing that, blah, blah, blah. But he's like, well, I'm doing it anyhow, so apparently they said something to CM Punk, and CM Punk went and said something to him about, hey, you're not fucking putting anybody through car glass here, it's too dangerous. So he got pissed about that, and then that got carried over onto the All Out, which was first, All Out or All In? All Out or All In? Whichever one you didn't put on is, is was the, because you put on the one that it was on. All all Out, I think it was the first one. They didn't have way too many, pay- also, another thing about AEW, while well, I like it, they're doing way too many pay-per-views anymore. They're getting as bad as WWE. When you have one pay-per-view that follows another one, the week after? Yeah. That's too many. So, but yeah, all out. We're going to go with all out. I may be wrong. The big one at Wembley Stadium. Yeah, Jack Perry still ended up putting somebody through a windshield. And he said, cry me a river into the camera, which meant it was directed at CM Punk. So CM Punk took, of course, umbrage with this. As umbrage. He was that's, that's the best Scrabble word ever used on the Punk Off podcast. And on his way out, and it led to a fight, and... Tony Khan talking about he was afraid for his life. I'm sorry, it's kind of it's bullshit. I'm sorry. I don't think you. That's the shit. 
I know for a fact this the shit lawyers tell you to say and to use for court is to use things like I was in fear for my life because then that way it sounds and appears way worse than what the actual yeah that's, that's that's an old South Park right there when all the hunters you know just want to kill everything yeah that's right it's coming right for us it's coming right for us I was afraid for my life yeah it's coming right for us so I had to stay on my ground <laughs> so <coughs> like I said a lot of people don't like CM Punk I like him just because I know heel or babyface he brings a lot to the matches if you don't believe it look at the matches between him and MJF the two of them working together was fucking magic I mean honestly and MJF I gotta admit I mean he's a good heel and this turn he's doing right now I didn't think he could really where he's kind of the heel and the babyface at the same time he's the scumbag but he's your scumbag as he puts it I'm, I'm your scumbag so Dude's pulling it off good. Another person, I'll tell you what, I don't really like him, but he, he's a good heel, is uh, Juice from Bullet Gang. Or Bullet Club. Bang Bang Gang. Bang Bang Gang. It's with Jay White, Juice, uh, Juice Robinson. Because I heard Cornette talk about him, and he's, he's right. He makes a really good heel. He's got, a, he's got that heel look. You don't doubt what she is. He's good at talking to a mic and carrying through Relatable shit, and he said that, and Cornette also said, and I agree, with Jay White, Jay White can get on the mic, but then he just talks. And it's not really going anywhere. He just talks and talks and talks. He's not really adding no, imagine, anything. Imagine that. I, I, I don't understand <laughs> that. <laughs> well, this is part of my job as a podcast, so. It's just to talk and talk and talk, so. But, uh, we're alright for time. Until that red light goes out, we're okay. But, uh, we got lots to cover. It's been just me by myself. And you know, know how sad we, that's been? I, <laughs> I, feel, I feel it, you know, the same way, you know, when I'm cheating on you playing with other bands, you were cheating on me and doing podcasts without me. Yeah, hey, I warned you before I was going to, and sometimes it's just a, it's a time I told issue. you I would. It's a time issue. I told you I would. <laughs> There's a lot of times no. I thought you could stay awake in the morning. Hell, I'm hardly awake enough in the morning sometimes to... When I record these, as the last one will show. I ain't mad at you. It's just fun fucking around, talking, uh, busting balls. But, uh, so, okay, yeah. House of Black, uh, yeah, what's his, Malachi, I guess, has broken his ankle or something. That's why we haven't seen him. Uh, Brody King has been going out as Julia's kind of manager or attendant or whatever you want to call it. Which actually works pretty well. And I like the dude. I like the way he wrestles. Uh, I know a lot of people don't, but I don't know. He's a big dude. He wrestles like a big dude. So what else do you want? I like the fact that... Actually, I kind of dig his band. Uh, I think it was God Forbid. It's not God Forbid. It's God... Damn it! It's hardcore. Oh. It's hardcore band. It's pretty good. It's, it's not, you know, revolutionary, but they're decent. So... It's one of those where... We got it out of it. And, oh, so yeah. Also, with the last night, uh, yeah, this is, why does this happen? Because I'm getting old. Uh, yeah, check out what you're talking about. Uh, Hart was racing uh, Chris Statlander last night. That was a really good match. Yeah, I don't know if she's been hurt, but 
out of all them AEW women, I like I still like the bunny. Yeah, it is. She, she's, she's got that her and, uh, little bit of crazy in her, her, that, her I, that I know. But yeah, that I know. She was know? actually uh, she she's been doing uh, the Toy Ohio conventions. I thought about going for a long. Well, actually, I was supposed to go to one Toy Ohio. That didn't work out. I am so. Th- I'll tell you what, dude. This last year has sucked for a lot of shit, and for me, including. Every time I made plans to actually go do something, I had to cancel. It's pretty much sucked for that. So next year, I'm I'm doing some shit. So now at least have also more time at my job. You make plans that way. You have peer pressure if you try and weasel out of them. Well, it's not even so much that. It's just like I was going to go to Toy Ohio. Shit happened, and then I didn't have the money to go. Because you always, you know, between staying at the hotel, because it's just far enough away. Now, the one thing, good thing I will say is uh, Fantasticon, Toledo's con, is happening in March. And I will be going to that, especially since it's just in fucking Toledo. So, I'll be going to that one. So, just for just for fun. And, I like, there's... I'll have to see what comic book writers are going to show up when I've got a couple of comic books I like sign. Shit like that. So, that's kind of the other end of where my collecting has been going as I've been... Focusing a little more on comic books because I don't know, it's just it has. It's always been one of my favorite things since a kid. I like finding ones that have been autographed and shit now and get them graded like a fucking dork and then you hang them on the wall. And... <laughs> that was 9.6. So, but yeah, that's like I said, that's been. I'll be going up there. Um, like I said, the toys, I'm not trying to collect as much anymore. And I have noticed, as someone that does... Trying to... But you won't get rid of them G.I. Joes, will you? I got rid of most of mine. There's been a couple I have rebought, just because they were my favorites as a kid. Right. So, there's a couple of those I have rebought, but I've not gotten too nuts about it. So, like, rebuying everything I had, I'm not doing that. But And I'm also trying to do... I've got a really good camera. I need to start using like an expensive camera. I actually picked up at a pawn shop that had several different lenses. It's got a flash. I mean, it's it's higher in camera. And I, I think about the week after I bought it, I used it, took a bunch of pictures of flowers and butterflies out in one of the Why parts. do you need a camera? Everybody has a phone in their pocket. Yeah, with well, a camera. sometimes camera is better for some shit. So, long story short. I plan on trying to do some figure photography. With I'm sure you've seen that before where they yeah. go in. So I want to try a little bit of that because I'm also at the point where I'm like, if I don't do anything with this camera, then I need to sell it and get the money out of it. So because like you said, I have a fucking camera phone that I use for most of my shit. All right, anymore. this is kind of this is kind of dorky, but uh, I've gone. My my wife goes every year with the extended family in laws. I'll go up to Northern Michigan near the near the bridge, you know, the Gaylord area, yeah. and go, uh, like, mushroom hunting. It's, 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 it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Go every year. But a lot of times they take action figures and Lego men and things like that and pose them with the mushrooms that they're picking and take, like, nature photographs okay. of, you know, but it, the way they set it up, it looks, you know, you have a big mushroom and have like a Lego guy hiding under it or yeah. something, you know, like, uh, was it, like hobbits or some yeah. shit like that, and 
You have bigger wrestling figures grabbing the mushroom. They, they do photography like that sometimes. It's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's what I'm trying to do is basically streamline my life down to having less shit. And I'm, tr- I'm at the point where I'm trying to figure out what what that stuff is. So, because I also realize I'm getting older, and there's a certain amount of shit. Just like DVDs, I need to start going through DVDs. Between having Plex, what's that? It's a super awesome service where you can store movies. <laughs> but uh, that is the thing. A lot of this stuff I keep on Blu-ray and DVD, it's not as easy to find anymore. So there's some of it I hate to get rid of, and some of it I do like, with also the pure fact of I don't have to be connected to the internet to go watch it, because there's still a part of me at this point that thinking, I'm thinking about, well, wife and I have been talking about for a lot of years, buying... Some land basically out in the middle of nowhere and putting a small, like, shed cabin on it. And just been digging an outhouse and, like, using it for our weekend house, but maybe eventually just putting enough money into it that we sell our property and just move out in the middle of nowhere. So, so with that being said, though, that's, I still like having a VCR. That'd so. be pretty hard to find nowhere. Because no matter where I'm at... There I am. Yeah, we're in nowhere, Ohio, so that's not that hard. And actually, I know I, the spots I'm thinking about, I, I know where they're at, but it doesn't matter here or there. It doesn't matter. But yeah, I, I, I still like having, uh, since I'm a social Gen X, I like having physical copies of certain things. Especially there's some shit I have that's bootleg, like uh, Inhumanoids. I picked up a, Inhumanoids was a cartoon in the 80s. And actually, it kind of got... It didn't exactly get banned, but it kind of got buried because it was about demon-looking monsters that humans accidentally excavate, and it was during the 80s. And it had, like, a 10-episode series, and that was all that got made. So Right during the sa- the, sa- the great Satan satanic curse of panic, the 80s. The Satanic Panic of the 80s, yeah. It was right around that time. So, but I have... I mean, they never put it out on... DVD or anything, but there's dudes that had their VHS copies of it, so there are several compilations of those VHS copies that have now been put on DVD, and I have one of those, so I have tried watching it, it is you know, not, I never got to watch I it blame, I blame those 80s cartoons for creating Marilyn Manson to getting famous in the 90s, and really, truly causing the great satanic panic. But the Satanic Panic actually happened a lot earlier. I think that second one would have been something else. But no. But no. Oh, no. He was the worst. <coughs> well, the first Satanic Panic, they were blaming everything. Iron Maiden, D&D, uh, Judas Priest. Judas Priest had to go to court. Giant Twisted Sister. Well, Twisted Sisters was... They had their pin on the uniform. <laughs> Twisted Sisters was more of the free right... Free speech right, as far as the, the PMRC hearings. That was something completely different. Now, it is kind of tied in. Al Gore's wife. Yeah, it was kind of tied in with Satanic Panic, sort of, but not really. Yes, that's, more, how, that's how we They ended had no up, problem with sexual uh, stuff, like everything Wasp did. That's so. how we ended up with uh, mm-hmm. ratings on our, all our CDs, kind yeah, of like movies. Yeah, advisory, explicit lyrics. As a badass, I had that T-shirt for a long time. I wore the T-shirt with that, that was logo saying, on it. It kind of backfired on them because then you just knew exactly what albums to get. Then yeah, so <laughs> uh, 
I almost forgot I brought that Al Snow over here. Al Snow? Yeah. I almost forgot I brought that over here. I didn't think about it. I sold it. I had a honky tonk, actually. I left that over here, but I sold him. I sold him in with a stack of other stuff. That... Yeah, Al Snow was supposed to be at one of the conventions I was going to as well. Actually, it was to Ohio. He was going to be there, and I think... No, no, no. That was a different one. That was the one at Beer Dam. So, yeah, I had a couple other stories I was going to tell about dealing with uh, toy store people, but uh, I'm over it at this point. And I'm not really holding a garage, but long yeah. story short, don't sit there and say like, oh, we buy everything, and then act like when somebody doesn't have 1977 Star Wars action figures that you're not interested. So, <laughs> basically, that's and that's as far as I'm going to go into that one. So, Well, I think Joe Dirt said it, well, you have to sell the good shit. Well, that's the thing, the stuff I had was good shit. A lot of it was the same shit they were actually selling in their stores already. Well, so, they don't need yours if they got their own. Well, usually they sell that shit within about a week because they'll find it, and then somebody discovers it's in there, and then they buy it, and then. But anyway, hashtag. Uh, so, so you're going up to Michigan and trying to sell dirt weed? Is that what you're saying? No, no I've been, I've been in Michigan about, Jesus, five years now. They start getting out of state more. I don't know. That was just a uh, a poorly crafted metaphor. Yes, it was. Uh, <laughs> so something else you and I need to talk about. Uh oh, happened. I'm on trouble. No, WWE selling. Were you oh, aware uh, of this? The, what merging with the, well, the UFC and Vince stuff like sold that? it to UFC what Dynamic Group or whatever they yes. label themselves now. Vince is still on the board. Yes. Vince still, I don't know how the hell he managed to make money on it and still pretty much be on almost the same position he is as he was before because he still has a lot of creative control over what gets and who comes and who goes. But yeah, the, the people they got rid of, I mean, fuck, they got rid of Dolph Ziggler. I know he was, a, he was the best forever. I mean, he could sell anything. I don't I, yeah. I he's he's going to get with his brother now. And yeah. They're going to do some sh- yeah. some shit. Whether he's, it's AEW or Independence. Independence, yeah, probably. I, I'm i not the biggest Dolph Ziggler fan, but even I thought they really did not utilize him enough and they never gave him a big enough push. No. Then, I mean, yeah. He's probably going to be better off in the end. Now, on the other end of that, was, I can't he, was, was he a superstar? No. But did he make every single superstar in the last ten years look awesome? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's his job, and that's the thing. As long as you got a guy that knows that's his job, that's, I don't know. He's worth keeping. Now, that being said, I do not know why WWE was so concerned about getting Jade Cargill on their roster. I... I never understood. No, she's not a wrestler, just a bodybuilder. Well, but that's she, but, but that's she's fake. But but she made a name, you know. So I guess this is a hot name. Same I, reason they have Jake Paul. Yeah, that's another one. I still don't. I don't know. But they bring the it brings the clicks. It brings I the guess. hits. It brings the. I guess, I never liked. I didn't care for Jane, and it wasn't even so much that I didn't care. You're for racist. Jane. No, it's not that. She just she's not no, a wrestler. No, I think you're racist. No, it's not that. She's not a wrestler. She moved badly. 
I mean, especially you watch the beginning matches. For, yeah. Oh. She looked like badly an o- for what? Say it, racist. She looked like an ostrich stomping around in that ring half the time. It was just bad, and she didn't move good. And it looked ostrich. like she did not look like Caitlin Olson from the TV show. I'm just moving. It's right. always sunny in Philadelphia. I'm just moving right. She past is this. the ostrich. I mean, they they worked so badly on her sell her selling move, her finisher, which was okay. But then she also then there was the whole deal that uh, her and. Uh, Valkyrie had the same finisher, so then that was a thing. And then, I don't know. I just, I never, <clears throat> I never cared for a character, even, like with some characters, like with Juice Robinson, I don't like him, but I also know that's good, because that means he's doing his job as a heel. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but... Kind of like Jeff Jarrett. Double I've double. never liked Jeff Jarrett, but I will give the fact that Jeff Jarrett makes a goddamn good heel, because I don't like him. <laughs> he sells it. You know, uh, you're, you're always just like, I want to see him get hit with his own guitar. But that means he's also doing his fucking job. And with Jade, it wasn't any of that. I didn't, it, I just, I was just like, eh. It's like Tony it's, got this bodybuilder yes, and then did this that's, huge that's, push that's, that's all it is. for no good reason other than like, some, uh, a small percentage of people were going to kind of know who she was. And I don't know. It seems like he bypassed. I am at least glad to see they're giving Sky Blue a huge push. She's another really good wrestler. You just like it because they always show her ass. That does not hurt. She's cute. I mean, she is, but she is a solid tactical wrestler. You tell she's, you can tell she's put in work. She's kind of like Statlander. When you watch her move, you can tell she's actually put in the work of actually trying to sell shit. So she's pretty good. And yes, I'm, uh, the, the others does not hurt. <laughs> and now they, I don't know if you've seen it since they've got her since you got. Spit in the face with the green mist by Julia. They're doing like she's now like dark sky blue. She's not done an official turn yet, but she's wearing really dark mascara. That's dark blue. So yes, she's going to be dark blue now. So I guess. So I don't know if they're going to tie her with that like House of Black or not, or if they're going to just have her just do a whole heel turn or what. But oh god, I, what now? <laughs> I'm sorry, my brain works in weird ways. That is true, but... You talked about the young white chick tied up in the House of Black made me think of Black Snake Moan, the movie. Wow, that was a stretch. Jeez. <laughs> now I'm just thinking of Samuel L. Jackson doing that weird wide-eyed looking thing with the, the hair. <laughs> Crazy bitch. hair. Crazy yeah. bitch. So... But yeah, so I guess uh, that. And I was calling you racist when that's what I think of when you say House of Black. I'm sorry. I'm making. I'm. I'm. I'm just ruining everything. Everything you've worked so hard to construct. I'm just breaking it down, and berating it in one small podcast. Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, you're not. But uh, on the opposite side of that, what's the. Uh, Judgment Day, isn't that the, the dark faction in WWE with Rhea Ripley? And... <clears throat> yes. I, I don't know. Like I said, I've tried to sell myself into watching WWE more recently, but I still can't do it. I don't know. I just can't sell them. Especially after I got rid of so many people. It's kind of hard to. And especially since I know uh, McMahon looks like a, a villain from the 20s with that mustache thing he's got going now. And who is he kidding with the hair dye? 
It's so dark that there's no way the man is that age. It's just he looks like a twenties villain now to me. I don't know. If he started tying up women on train tracks, I wouldn't be surprised. I'll put it that way. Yeah, see. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. Yeah. I mean, that's more 30s. <laughs> 30s, maybe 40s. Yeah. Gangster. Uh, so, uh, trying to think what else has been going on. I have not been playing hardly any games at all. Except for some retro stuff. I actually went... I had to update my PS4 yesterday. I was, I was a little bit uh, drunk one night. Imagine that. Yeah. But it was the night before the release... And I actually paid for the deluxe edition of Mortal Kombat 1. Any good? I've thought about it. I've played about a half hour in three weeks. So not that good. I, I just... <laughs> I just can't. I just don't do that shit anymore. I, I mean, I want to support it. I want to be a part of it. I want to learn. Part of my problem has been finding a game I can really get into anymore. Half of them... I'll start exactly. playing it. I'd almost rather just sit there and watch a streamer play my game while I'm doing something around the house and just listening and shit than yeah. actually sitting there and doing it myself. i got to admit, because there's a new Call of Duty coming out and I haven't played COD in a long time. And I'm trying to convince myself that maybe I'll get back into that because a lot of those I wasn't too bad at. I usually suck really bad at first and then at some point... It kind of, everything kind of flips for me and I get used to control settings, drift, everything else. But I also remember the last couple times I got so tired of playing against young kids. They're just like, oh, you're cheating. And then they report me. Just because I would get that good after a while. And not trying to, you know, humble brag, but... Uh But, well, a lot of times I would be good and I just, and... So then they report me, but then I get kicked off for about like five minutes while apparently my the footage gets reviewed, and they determine that I did not indeed cheat. So uh, just that shit, and then, yeah, being being told by you know some I did kid, not indeed kid that's twelve years old about how he fucked my mom last night or whatever that a lot of that shit gets old. <clears throat> now when I would play with other good people, that shit was fun. I mean I had. There was I've had a couple small squads of people. Unfortunately, none of them play COD, I think, anymore. And the same was for Battlefield. I used to have a couple people I used to play Battlefield with, and now it's just me. And now we, we'll at least say the last couple times I played Battlefield, they fixed the bugs in it, because I was playing Battlefield at a point where wherever I would spawn, I would basically spawn, take a step, and get shot by a sniper. And that was pretty much what was happening all the time. And I'm like, why am I even bothering to play this? This is bullshit. So they apparently have fixed that bug because the last couple times I've played. All I can say is you have to get good. Just get good. Wouldn't happen like that. Yeah, but if they are able to target you in your spawn spot, which is supposed to be. (laughs) So you spawn and then duck and belly crawl, run, serpentine. Billy Crawl. I've learned, I've learned that Serpentine fixes everything. <laughs> if watching Metalocalypse, <laughs> Death Clock, mm, I've learned Serpentine helps many things. Uh, I'm trying to think. And I played, tried playing racing games for a while, which usually is another one, but I don't know. I just couldn't get in. I, the last Gran Turismo I, I bought, 
I just couldn't get into it as as good as before. And what else? I bought a couple other games. Oh, I bought uh, Super Street cheap, which is hilarious because they're not even a magazine anymore. But I don't even think I've bothered. I think I've downloaded it, and I don't think I've bothered to play it. Um, there was a new mech game that was coming out. What the hell? Was it? Armored Core Rising something something. That just came out about a month ago. I was going to try and get into that, and I just never bothered. I don't know. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I'm, like I said, I'm trying to find something that maybe I'll really get into, and I just I haven't had any luck, so. I also played a vam vampire RPG that was I played for a while, and I was like, eh. And then I played Werewolf the Apocalypse, because I dug the original RPG of that, and I played about 15 minutes of that, and I'm like, nope. So, and then other than that, I've played some stuff for retro console shit, like uh, Nintendo, Sega Genesis. Uh, what was the last one I bought? I discovered there are some older titles I don't have the patience for anymore, like Earthworm Jim. Don't have the patience for it anymore. Crash Bandicoot's mine. Don't have the patience for it? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I love, and like I said, they even... The animation and everything in Earthworm Jim, I still it still looks good for as old as it is, and the, you know it's got cool little stuff where it, you know if you let it sit long enough he does shit. But I just discovered I can't I can't you gotta go hit that exact spot when you leap, and if you don't have your timing and everything down just exactly right, I'm like I don't have patience for it anymore. So yeah, I'm trying to think what the hell the last thing I did buy. Uh, Nintendo Castlevania 3. But even when I bought it, I was pretty much planning on flipping it. But the bad thing is, is, I traded in a bunch of shit, and that's so why I included that in. And I went to go flip it, and apparently, as soon as I bought it, the price of that fucker dropped at least 10 bucks right off the bat. So, I've been trying to sell that, because I've tried playing it, and I'm just like, man, it's not for me. So, but it still has the booklet, and... It doesn't have the box. After all these years, the book still? Yeah, it still has the book. That's why I figured it, I'd still get my money out of it, but... Nah. So I've got $10 less than what I bought it for on it, and uh, I still got people like, what's the lowest you go on it? And I'm like, that, that, you're, you're looking at it. I'm already taking a $10 loss on it. That's the lowest it's going to go. So. so look at it this way, especially at least for a while. It'll probably go back up again at some point, but... Oh, uh, I know you ran into Josh, and I hope we can have this discussion on the mic. Uh, did he say much to you about working on ticket? Have you got somewhere you need to be? Yeah, okay. All right, well, I'll wrap it up then. Uh, we were sending me some messages. Okay. Uh, originally, we were going to do a Sacred Cows vinyl album and, and CD. Uh, our next release is going to be digital only. Basically because none of us have any extra money to send anything off to get pressed or to buy materials. So the next one will be, it'll probably be an EP and it'll be on Bandcamp available for download on there. So, all right. We will, am I, I going to get a copy at least? Well, yeah, you can go right on Bandcamp. And get... oh, pay for it on Bandcamp? <laughs> what the fuck? No, nah, I, I, I think last time I came up with a code that like the band members could get it for free and 
One way or another, you'll have a copy of it. We still got to master it. So. I know. I'm just talking. Yeah. But uh, busting balls. That's but, my job. I guess that's I've been too quiet. It's time for me to take over here now. I thought you needed to be somewhere. I do. Okay. So uh, with that, the uh, Pirates of Podcasting signing off. Oi.